for extra baggage. Don't forget to come and pick up your feelings. Don't leave no pieces. You need to hurry and pick up your feelings. While I'm up cleaning, boy, please. I don't need it. Memories, all that shit. All right, what's up, y'all? It's your girl Erica D. It's your girl Sade Red. And this is Black, Black Women Diaries. Diaries. Okay, so y'all heard the little song intro we played for y'all. We got some nice. Pick up your feelings by my girl Jasmine Sullivan. So you should already know what we about to be talking about. We about to talk about her latest EP. It's not an album, right? So no, unfortunately, it's not an album. It okay, an well, album EP. It's all the same to me. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna be talking about her latest, uh, her latest EP, Hotels. We need to come out. H E A U X. Okay. Uh, did that come out like at the end of last year? No, beginning of this year. Did it come out the end of last year? I don't know when it came out, but I, I mean, some somewhere between the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021 is when this uh, EP dropped. I'm not 100 percent sure on that one because I had just listened to it recently. I have to be in the mood to listen to y'all sometimes. No, it came out 2021, so I think it came out. Okay, well, then it became, then it came out the beginning of this year. No, you know what it was? I think it came out the beginning of this year, and then I was on that social media fast, so I didn't even know the album had dropped because I didn't know people was talking about it. So I just recently listened to it over the last couple of days. But um, I'm just going to read y'all a little bit of the, um, the little biography they got on here on Apple Music. So, Hotels by Jasmine. Sullivan. There is power in reclamation and Jasmine Sullivan leans into every bit of it on hotels. The project, her fourth overall and first in six years, takes the content and casual candor of a group chat and unpacks them across songs and narrative, laying waste to the patriarchal good girl slash bad girl dichotomy in the process. It's, it's, it's as much about hoes as it is the people who both benefit from and are harmed by the notion. Now, the rest is really, it's really long, but that's the gist of it, basically. So, so since she's we're talking about hoes, <laughs> sorry, let me cut you off. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's where you was going. Yeah, so since the album is, you know, just as much about hoes as it is about the people who benefit from them, Sorry, they read. What is your definition of a hoe? Is it? It can be so much. And that's the thing, unfortunately. I think it could be so much. Me and you know, we've had our discussion about it. I had to get my little research in about it. Personally, I feel like you should own your body. If you don't feel like you're a hoe then you might not be a hoe but at the same time I feel like it has something to do with the inside of yourself meaning I feel like how can I say this and still be like honest about it me personally if you have no self-respect for yourself at all 
If you don't give a damn about where it's being, who it is, what they look like, you just fucking the fuck with no intentions all the time, then they can make you a hoe. Mm-hmm. Not having any respect for yourself first. Um, just getting in, in with any and everybody. Um, again, don't get me wrong, that's your that's your prerogative. That is your prerogative, baby. That's what you choose to do. You're grown, but at the same time, I ain't got to sleep with your ass. And that means niggas can be hoes, too. So I, It's a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> even getting some definition, like, you know, according to some people, I feel like having options doesn't make you a hoe. Mm-hmm. But if you fuck every option you got, literally every option that come your way, like I said, niggas throw dick at us all the time. So do I have to accept every dick that's thrown my way? No. That's the thing. Like, don't accept everything that's thrown your way. It's okay to have options. It's okay if this nigga don't pick up shit. You got another option to call. So I don't think that makes you a hoe. Okay. So Erica B. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already had this. But the, the people ain't heard it. So let me Yeah, the people ain't heard it. We had this discussion on the phone a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me what one of our other friends said. And I was like, yeah, I could agree with that. Um, so basically, what was said was myself and our mutual friend, our definition of a hoe would be somebody who, you know, sleeps with some, maybe like, what do you say, like three, three to five people at the same time. That, that would be, you know, my definition. Three to five or more. At the same time. So that would be my definition of a hoe. Now, it's okay to, you know... Now, listen, before I say this, I'm very much pro-hoe. Yes, we are if, pro-hoe. You know, if you want to be a hoe, if that's what you want to do... So be then it. So be it. Be the, be the best damn hoe you could be, okay? Like, period. Be, whatever you want to be, be the best at it. And if you want to be a hoe, be the best hoe you can be, okay? But... Like I said, so my definition of a hoe is um, probably somebody who, you know, sleeps with three to five people at the same time, you know, three to five or more, whatever. Um, now, here's where I guess it gets a little a little fuzzy and a little tricky because sometimes you could be talking to three to five people. You could be dating three to five people all at once because, I mean, you don't have to just date. I mean, unless you just want to date one person at a time. But, you know, the way this damn world is set up in our with generation. true dating. With, let me say this with true dating. Yeah, you don't have to date one person at a time if you don't want to. So if you want to talk to three girls at a time, if you want to talk to three dudes at a time, then that's fine. Now, what you choose to do with them, if you choose to sleep with them or not, if you choose to not sleep with them, then I don't think that you're a hoe based on that. Now, if you're talking to three girls at the same time and... Fucking all of them at the same time, and I'm not talking about a menage trois or a foursome or passing whatever. I'm talking about on Tuesday you slept with this girl, then Wednesday you slept with this girl, and a couple days later you slept with the other girl, and so on and so forth, or a guy, whatever. And that's why I'm like, okay, you might be a hoe. Am I judging you? <laughs> no. Being a hoe? No. If that's what you want to do, you do that. I don't do that. Just simply because it's too many STDs out here. And niggas and bitches is not safe, okay? Now, and let, and let, I encourage you, if you do that, you're going to be a hoe. At least be a safe hoe, okay? Wrap that shit up. Wrap it up, okay? Ladies. Safe sex is the best sex. Yes, okay? 
Meg Thee Stallion said it today on Twitter. Real safe sex shit, okay? All right? Real safe sex. Not real hot girl shit, real safe sex shit, okay? You feel me? So, make sure that nigga wrapping it up. Niggas, make sure y'all, you know, wrapping it up. But I do have Urban Dictionary pulled up <laughs> with the different definitions of a hoe. So they have they have a few. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read some of them for y'all. So um, by this definition on Urban Dictionary it says someone who lets any old colored pencil into their sharpener. <laughs> now I don't I don't know I why like they that. use the colored pencil and sharpener analogy, but I get it. It works. Okay. Um, a hoe is someone who who someone who sleeps with a lot of guys. That girl is a hoe. So I guess just a girl who sleeps with a bunch of guys. Um, a hoe. Um, a girl who goes after every guy says slutty things, doesn't care about anyone but herself and boys, and wears clothes to try to make her look like she has a butt. So that's, what? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that was a couple of definitions of hoe on, um, on Urban Dictionary. Now, in my experience, a lot of people I know that that's hoes, they be kind of loud about it, so I could understand that definition. Because yeah, nine times out attention. of ten, you know, uh, a lot of the hoes I know, they 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 be they be out here like they be well known. Now, low key hoes, it's cool. You know, I mean, not saying well known hoes are not cool. I'm just saying, mm. I, I don't know. I said this on the phone the other day. I was like, you know, hoes tend to be loud. Yes. They tend to be loud and they tend to be messy. And they, you know, tend to broadcast all they shit all over town. And they're so, okay with it. And they're okay with it. So I think that also contributes to them being a hoe. But again, like I said, my by my myself and our mutual friends definition, it would be, you know, someone who sleeps with three to five people or more at a time. That's that would be my just you know, blatant, concrete definition of a hoe. Now, to go back off your um, quick moment for the safe sex, I want this to be clear to y'all. You can sleep with one person and catch something. You can. <laughs> you can sleep with literally one fucking person and still catch STD. So that's why we say just wrap it up, be safe. I mean, you can still wrap it up, be safe, but you just don't never know what that person's out here doing as well. You know, you can stick to one person. That probably could be a hoe. It could be something that they had from somebody else previously before you. So just still, um, like we said, safe sex is always the best sex. Um, as my grandma taught me, ladies, bring your own shit. You can bring your own motherfucking condoms. Do not depend on these niggas to bring condoms. Because some niggas want to get these women out here pregnant. Out here. They want to get you pregnant. You got something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Child. <laughs> I ain't hit a nerve, did I? Just don't <laughs> You got something out here that's literally willing and trying to get women pregnant. Why? I don't know. But you do have some that are just, that is one of their goals to get a woman pregnant. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But teach your own. I said, ladies, make sure you protect yourself and make sure you definitely, 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 most definitely take your own condoms. So um, that's something my grandma always taught me and I always remembered it. So I'm just saying, no, that's on that. But um, so, yeah, I just like I said, being a hoe. Like I said, you can be pro hoe and I'm definitely pro hoe for sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely I'm definitely pro hoe. Like I said, even like. 
like you said, going back to the alley thing, like, yo, girls can be hella alley. And I've seen that. Like, I've seen a girl who, <clears throat> you got a nigga that ain't far. You got a nigga, but you making sure you want your ass to be thrown to any nigga that out here that can had opportunity. Meaning you're being loud, you're drawing attention to yourself. You don't have to do that. Like, my thing is, women, if a man wants you, you gotta understand a man watches you too. So if you just throwing the pussy out there, they pay attention to it. Vice versa with niggas. If, a, if we see a nigga that's out here known in these streets, I don't want no nigga that's a hoe. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. And the you thing. You know me, you know I don't like no hoe ass No, I don't like no hoe ass <laughs> And I saw that before. Like, I think God said that somewhere. He said that um, a woman's not going to want a man. If he doesn't have a quote unquote followers or have females that are just all over him, that's a bullshit it's, ass that's lie. Some bullshit. That's, it's not even about having females all over you. I mean, now, granny, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I want a nigga that be like, yeah, I don't, I don't get no bitches like that. I mean, I don't want you to have a whole whole bunch of bitches. I don't want you to have a gangle of bitches or nothing. But you know, you know, you know I don't. You can't tell me nobody in your DMs, and you can't tell yeah. me nobody in yours. Like, again, he might not be the sexiest thing, or he might be the sexiest thing on earth, but you can't yeah. tell me people ain't in your DMs in some type of way. Some yeah. Some, at least. I don't want to talk to a nigga that talk to 10, 15 bitches at a time. I don't want no nigga that's been around the block around the city. I don't either now, you know. <laughs> what I'm talking about <laughs> the goddamn dirty it gap Okay, Anyway, well, I mean, you know, shit, I, I, I mean, I've talked about my ACB link on here enough times for y'all to know. <laughs> it's, I'm not proud of it, but he. Was a hoe. Okay. That, well, hold on. That ain't shit you gotta be ashamed I mean, of. Ain't I gotta be ashamed of. But like I said, I don't. I don't fuck. I do. When I say I do not fuck with no whole ass niggas, I mean it. That was like the first, really, really, maybe the second. I fucked with a whole ass nigga in high school, but I didn't really like. We didn't have sex or anything like that. Like we talk, I didn't know the nigga was a hoe. In my defense, okay, I didn't know. He was I wouldn't a hoe. say you knew this one was a hoe till you found out. I didn't know this one was a hoe. Well, we didn't know he was a hoe. He, he told me he used to be a hoe. That's what he said. He was like, that's, I used ladies, to that's be a, a red hoe. flag right okay. there. That is a red flag. And I knew then, I was like, this in the back of my head, I was like, this nigga probably still a hoe. I was like, but you know what? I'm going to take his word for it that he used to be a hoe. Now, it wasn't until sometime later that I found out he was a true hoe. A hoe. But, I mean, he's a sweet hoe, though. I mean, that's my dog. You know <laughs> That'll be the worst one. That's, that's, that's my dog. That's my nigga, man. Like, I'm not talking shit about him. I'm not trying to talk shit about him, y'all. I'm just saying, he a hoe. I, t- I tell him this to his face. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no problem being like, you a hoe ass nigga. I don't have no problem saying And it is what it is. And it is what it is. But that's my dog. We cool. But unbeknownst to me, he was a hoe. Now, again, I don't like, the, I don't really like fucking with no niggas that's real, really well known around the city and that's, you know, a hoe or whatever. But I was. Didn't nobody know I was. And y'all still don't know who I'm talking about because I don't say his name. 
So all you can do is, if you're from Birmingham, all you can do is guess. Because you, you don't know, know who I'm talking about. No, and they eat it. With, it like I said, what you I said. You never like put that. the dots together. Uh-uh. We, <laughs> never, we never ever. put it out there like that. No, not never will y'all ever put these dots together, who because I'm talking about. Even, <laughs> even if we gave some sub clues. You see what I'm saying? That, that shit. That, they don't put a, I, a pinpoint I, on one person. Listen, I ain't never gave enough sub clues for y'all to figure it out. So the sub clue I gave y'all was that he his, his job description. That's it. Even with that, the shit, all them hoes. Exactly. <laughs> so that's so. what I'm saying. Even the sub descriptions you give of him, he still all that shit is categorized as whole shit. Okay. I'm just so. saying. I'm just. But like I said, and I feel like in case anybody trying to figure it out, you want. Right, you'll never figure it out. But the thing is also, let me say this. Um, as you read the definitions too, you saw how they said nothing about female. I mean everything about females. They said I did. Nothing. They I said did. nothing about men. They men, did not. Men can be hoes and they, they have can. to understand that. Mm-hmm. But some men just feel like, you know <laughs> we'll get into that. But you can't Yeah. Men don't think you can't you ain't out here. Being praised, I get. I think when you were younger, you were being praised for just being out here, just having sex with women. women. But now, women don't like that shit. We don't like. I said we don't want a whole ass nigga. Um, and men can be just definitely big hoes. And like I said, I feel like it should be just a pressure on just women, but it is unfortunately to society. Like I said, Urban Dictionary gave prime example. It was nothing but female definitions of what a hoe is, and that is definitely not fair. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about men and hoes, or being hoes? I think men are the biggest hoes in the world. I do too. I, I they don't have all, they don't have the pressure of being a hoe, right? But and this will be my last point before we go into a little quick break. But um, being a hoe was actually created by men. It was something created by men to shame women into not wanting to have sex and not wanting, I think, to own your sexuality. While all in all, men was really the biggest hoes out here. Okay, don't don't be fooled. Like it's like you, you do this, you're a hoe. You're just blah blah blah. Whatever, whatever the word was for hoe, you know, back in like I don't, I don't fucking know, sixteen ninety two or some shit. Okay, damn. I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm just going based off you know like, patriarchal shit. But you know, personally, men were the biggest hoes. First of all, men used to have. And, and in some cultures, men still do have multiple wives. Mm-hmm. They used to have wives. They used to have mistresses. Mm-hmm. They used to do a whole bunch of shit. And the women, I guess, that they would pick to marry, they would, you know, not want them to be promiscuous or like and all that. But you know. so that's why I had to go out and step out. That's a whole another thing for another day. But yeah, I think I think men are the biggest hoes world personally that's just my opinion y'all may not any men listening you may not agree that's okay i still love you but yeah so on that note we're gonna take a quick break and then we will come back and yeah that's it
we're back, we're back. So like I said, if you haven't listened to the album, Jazz Themselves and Tall Tales, you definitely need to take a listen to it. Men and women need to take a listen to it. So um So what you just heard was Own It. Jasmine Sullivan featuring Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. Oh. Topic. So Okay, that's talking about sex, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're going to piggyback off of that song is how women have this, you know, since they're talking about sex in the song, which is not necessarily unheard of now for women to do, but it is still a little bit just unheard of. And some people it can be taboo. A, yeah, it can be taboo. People have a problem with it. So the pressure to stay pure as a woman. So, Charlie Red. Okay, so um, <laughs> growing up for me, it was definitely in a Baptist church, mm-hmm. Baptist home, Southern roots. Um, it was always taught to me. I didn't have a sex talk. My first experience of sex and seeing it was in porn. Mama literally felt, and I don't, she didn't know, but I got up in the middle of the night. She fell asleep on the couch, watched AB, HBO, and those who grew up knew about the HBO late night specials on the tv so that was my first experience of like seeing sex but growing up at the same time i was always taught like you know stay a virgin don't have sex till you're married uh, i'm sorry till you're married wait until marriage to have sex to stay a peer um don't do anything like kissing even some pda oral all that was a no-no um and my sex talk growing up was don't bring home no babies <laughs> that was my sex talk It wasn't You know Learning about your body Being okay with it It was No bring the home No damn babies Like that was my sex talk And Again Shout out to my grandmama Like it, I think As I got older Especially when I moved out And um, I feel like For college She was like I don't know what you're doing If you are having sex um, And at that time I wasn't And she said Just make sure You know you do this to protect yourself. Like she sat down just like she did with the, like she had three boys. She sat down with me just like she did with three boys and had a discussion with me. And I think that is so important uh, now. But women are just have so much oppression on from society that we should always, always be innocent and always should carry out and don't get me wrong, you should carry yourself a certain way. You should be a lady. But at the same time, we're human too. We have sexual desires just like men. It's, it's frowned upon women to own their sexuality, to be comfortable in their sexuality. So I think that is the issue that I have a, a problem with now. Like I said, as I've gotten older, like I said, I was very timid about talking about sex. I didn't talk about sex. It was very taboo. And now I feel like it shouldn't be a taboo subject. And I know some people who I've been around, they're still not comfortable talking about their sex thing. Like, it's human. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's something that you should be okay with Comfortable talking about um, Like I said everybody's human Everybody has desires And even in some type of species You know in the animal kingdom Women pursue the, the girls pursue the men mm-hmm. In the animal kingdom on some things And they take control So why can't women take control Of their bodies and, you know, and their sexuality In any type of way form fashion So Erica D I'm passing mic to you mm-hmm. How do you I know, like, we kind of grew up similar. Yeah, but. we grew up very similar. Um, just like Charday Red, I grew up in a Baptist church. 
Baptist household, down south, very much southern, very <laughs> much not country because we live in a city, but we are in yeah. a southern city. We in the dirty south, okay? Right. Um, my sex talk. I'm trying to remember. I think I got the sex talk when I got my period. Maybe. I got my oh. period in like the seventh grade, so I think. And I guess my mama chose to have a sex talk then because I got my period because it's like you know when she start menstruating or whatever that's you can get that's your body's your way of saying you know you can get pregnant have a baby and you're a woman basically mm-hmm. so um I think she asked me some questions like about my cycle and I was like no I don't really have any questions um and then it was she kind of went into sex but not really. I think my sex talk was, um, she was like, well, you know, now that you have a cycle, you can get pregnant if you start having sex. And I was like, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so I think my sex talk was just like, if you choose to have sex, do it safely. You know, also, I think she said something about not bringing no babies home. <laughs> um but I think at the end of I think she said I would prefer for you to wait until you're married. She was like, but if you don't, you know, just make sure that you're safe. You know, that you do something in there about like STDs and stuff. But I, I was taking a health class in middle school. So we talked a lot about sex and STDs in my health class anyway. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much the gist of my sex talk. Um, I do remember growing up in church, like I said. I go to a Baptist church. I went to the same Baptist church my entire life. My preacher was an old old guy, you know, came up in like the 60s, I think is when he started preaching at our church. Um, he's deceased now, but um, back when I was a kid, you know, there would be sermons about, you know, women having babies out of wedlock and, and you know, shaming the woman for yeah. Having a child out of wedlock And I never really did understand that um, And then you know Telling women to be modest And you know just all those things you grow up in church Telling women what to do And women how to be a wife Women how to do this, how to do this, how to do this And it always bothered me That it, it just never felt like you Told the boys the same thing mm-hmm. Or you never taught Boys the equivalent Of what you were teaching women So that always you know bothered me and then of course growing up in the Baptist church they put so much um I guess like value in virginity but it was never value in a guy's virginity it was always value in, in a girl's virginity which I always just I always just thought that was weird um but again growing up in church you know I'm like okay well I don't want to displease God and I have sex, and I and I really grew up like I was like determined to have sex when I got married. Like I really was. Yeah, I was the same way. Just because exact of the way, way that I grew up. Um, and the only the only reason that I actually ended up having sex with my first was because I thought we was gonna get married. I would not have had sex with him at all if I didn't think that we was gonna get married. Period. Mm-hmm. Because that's just where I was. And this this happened when I was a teenager. So so after that. I guess that's when, after I actually did have sex, that's when things began, I guess, like, unravel. And you learn about your sexuality. And I was like, well, I kind of like having sex. I was like, I you learn what, yourself. Yeah. I see why they tell you to wait till marriage. 
kind of lit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, after I lost my virginity, I did feel guilty about it. And I felt like I had disappointed God because, again, I grew up in church. I went to church every Sunday. You just seen that pressure. To, I was, well, we didn't go to Bible school. We was in the church. I was in the church. I sung the church choir. You know, I was on the junior usher board. You know, when we would have our little Sunday dinners after church, my mama and my auntie, they was on the kitchen committee. So by default, I was on the kitchen committee. So that meant I was a runner for the kitchen. So they needed something to be took out into the fellowship hall. I took it. They needed somebody to be served, somebody to take a plate. I did all of that. Um, Very involved in my youth group. I was in every... Christmas, Easter, Black History, any kind of play that we had, I was in it. A couple of them I might have wrote, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, <laughs> I was in it. Come on, director. Vacation, Come on, Bible writer. school, every, every summer, went to revival, so all of that. So when I did lose my virginity at 16, almost 17 years old, I did feel, I did feel like, you feel about I was in 11th grade, yeah. I was 16, almost 17 years old. And I felt very, like, guilty about it. And I felt like I had let God down. And it took it took me a while to realize and to understand that no matter what you do, God is going to love you. Right. Like, no matter how far you stray, no matter what it is that you do, he will love. As long as you ask him for forgiveness. For, for forgiveness he will love you. Even if you don't ask him for forgiveness, he is still going to love you. He, he does not change. His word does not change. It stays the same. So His mercy is wonderful, child. Yes, child. His Grace mercy and mercy is enduring and everlasting. Okay, do you hear me? Amen. Don't okay. let us preach in here, but that's definitely that saying. But I'm just saying, like, I felt so, 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 so guilty because all my life, you know, it's like you, you be seen and not heard. You're supposed right. to be a lady. I did hit a hole, you know, be a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. And not to toot my own horn, but I think I am that. <laughs> I don't know. Ask somebody I had sex with. They might not say They the might same. say something. They might say the same. They might not. I don't know. But, you know. But, like, Charlie Red, I did learn about, like, sex by watching porn. Like, that's... I learned like this. That's how I prepared to lose my virginity. I was like, well, yeah. There's a lot of things I said I wasn't gonna do. I was like, well, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not my, gonna do that. Put my, my mouth, mouth on, on the his penis stuff. when I get home. I was like, that's nasty. Now, literally, the first time I had sex, the first thing I did was put my mouth on his penis, and I was like, huh? And I was very nervous about it. He's like, oh, am I doing this right? Is this and what I, they do? I guess I did pretty good, but yeah, I did watch porn growing up. I don't, I can tell you the first age I probably saw like a soft porn, but I was probably like in elementary school the first time I saw like a soft porn or something like that. So, and the piggyback off what you said, like, excuse me, like growing up, you always never, it wasn't the pressure of the men. No, keep virginity. It wasn't the pressure of, like you said, women always have to have the pressure of being looked up down and frowned upon all if we become pregnant and we decide to keep the child or, you know, whatever your your case may be. It's never pressure on the guy. People are saying it takes two to tango. It takes two to lay down. So why not 
I feel like when it comes to that situation, now that's a woman's body for her choice to keep it or, you know, whatever she decides. I feel like I'm definitely pro-choice for that. But the thing is, you can't tell me what to do with my body at this point, and you can't tell me how to take that choice. But at the same time, do not shame me. Because half these damn pastors in here got side women and stuff like that, too. You can't be in the pulpit preaching one thing and out here living another thing as well. Mm. But the thing is, you and you hear it all the time. And that's what makes the, the, the church look bad as well. When you out here doing this thing, and it's like, well, how people, um, you want to be in the pulpit and preach that, but yeah, I have to live, live another life. And don't be hypocritical. Don't stay on people so hard. Christians are the worst on their own people, on they Christians. Are. So the thing is, why shame a woman? Because I'll never forget one of my church members, she got pregnant for wedlock. And she was the only girl I saw come forward and apologize to the church because she got pregnant for wedlock. Now, I never seen anybody come forward and apologize, but I do remember one Sunday, it was a it was a girl there, and I, she was pregnant, and she wasn't married, so she got pregnant before marriage, obviously. And I remember my preacher, now, he might not have made you, like, come up and apologize to the church or do anything like that, but it's like... It's obvious that he was talking about this girl. Like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, no. In like, the pulpit, in the preaching? I mean, he didn't say her name or anything. But, but you still. know, like the sermon oh, was no. about that getting pregnant out of wedlock. And it was, I don't remember exactly what the sermon said, but I know it made me feel uncomfortable at 9 or 10 or 11 years old, however old I was. Um, And I remember sitting there and I think she was sitting there like crying and I don't. You know, but I I, I remember this vividly because she was the only person in there who was pregnant and who was not married that I can remember to my knowledge, to the best of my knowledge. So, um, we didn't necessarily have to go up to the church and go up in front of the church and apologize. But, you know, it would be some situations where if my pastor was talking about a certain thing, like, you would you would know who he was talking about when he talked about certain things because certain people would be sitting in the church that fit that description. So you would know who he would be talking about. And I just remember that. I just remember feeling so bad for that girl. Like I just felt terrible for her. I was like, God, I hope nobody ever does this. And that's me. what I'm saying. The shame is always putting on <laughs> us. It's always it's all like I said, that's just that pressure staying pure and being shameful for what you have chosen to do. Again, look like Steve Harvey said, y'all talking about these Christians and honestly how you little Christians get here. Y'all freaky too. Like that's the truth. Right. That's God, you know, gave and you sex to reproduce. Exactly. It's okay. And to be clear, every every child is a gift from God. It don't every child's a gift. Now it, now the sin might have been in having sex before you were married, but that child is still a gift. Mm-hmm. God looks at babies as a gift. So any child is that you get is a gift from God, whether you got it through marriage, whether you got it through um, you know having sex before you were married, it's a gift from God. Now I'm not gonna get into abortion and all that because again, even though I believe children are a gift from God, also you have your own right to choose. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like just when it comes to those sermons, you know, or pastors or preachers or whoever, shame women for having babies out of wedlock. That baby is still a gift from God. Like, the sin was in the having sex before marriage. The child is not a sin. No. And even the pastors, they got, they had some, a lot of them be having kids before they're married. They do. 
Like I said, that's why they had to understand. Even though you're a pastor, and that's why I'm saying Christians too. Even though you're a Christian and you're a pastor, you you are still human. Yeah. You still have human desires. But at the same time, like I said, it's just, it's just so sad that a person's always been put on women, even in the Bible. Only man who didn't have human desires. Jesus. Only man. No, no. He was all God and he was, he was all tempted. man. He was, he was tempted. tempted but he was definitely tempted. He was all God. He was the only right. he was the only man that walked this earth that was all God and was all man. Right. So okay. you just can't you can't look at it like that. People have lives who people live, like I said, the same person that you see in church. I can be the same person in church and I'll be the same girl that'd be at the bar with you drinking after church. Like it's just you can't do that. And it shouldn't be like uh it just be so not prepared just so women can't do this women can't do this no if you're gonna preach ways of marriage preach it for both ends and for both sex so i'm gonna leave on that note and i'm going to go ahead and get to another quick break and we'll be right back with you guys bye yo what's up it's your girl Sharday red of black women diary podcast Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter and Instagram at B-L-K-W-O-M-E-N-D-I-A-R-I-E-S. Facebook is Black Women Diaries Podcast. So it's the YouTube channel, Black Women Diaries Podcast for Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and turn notifications on for when we go live sometimes on there. And our Instagram and Twitter, again, it's blk. W-O-M-E-N-D-I-A-R-E-S. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but make sure you go ahead and subscribe to all of that. Share it with your friends, your family. We're trying to get out there. We're trying to have a goal to also reach 1,000 followers by the end of the year. So help us do that goal, guys. Make sure you get it out there. Spread our love. Um, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate all the support, all the followers. So make sure you just take continue to follow us continue to support us we appreciate it so much more than you know so again um thank you for being supportive being patient with us and we love you guys to death um if this ever came out who it was you would be like bitch do you know what google says yes i do yes i do but i also know what that dick says Dick spoke life into me, invigoration, blessings, soul, turmoil, but heaven, Jesus, Allah, sorry, please God, understand, this is just my truth, this is just my truth, this is just my truth. Well, and we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, hey, hey, hey. So we're on the last part of the series, or well, not the series, but we're on the episode. last part of this episode. But um, what did Dick do? I was ours to tell me what did Dick do. What did Dick did to her? Child. <laughs> I had my spit, sis. Mm. All fucked up, okay? And I, I, I felt it. She said that Dick spoke to her. He spoke life into her. Invigoration. Lessons, lessons. Okay, I, I, I felt Ari when she said that. Yeah, I think every woman has at least had that one. I definitely have. <laughs> I've had, yes, yeah. I don't know, I 
and, and it only took him one time. Mm. <laughs> I, know, I know who you're talking about. We ain't gonna say his name, obviously. Oh, we ain't gonna say it, but just to say, uh, y'all already know who mine is. I didn't already talked about him enough. Professor? Mm. <laughs> one time. My chair, aka Link. <laughs> just being honest, like. So I called that nigga home and said he was the best I don't hear. That's just my truth. <laughs> Without this is my truth. It's my truth. <laughs> my truth is that man had me one time. One time and all this is that's all it took. <laughs> like y'all, I ain't had that junk in like what, over a year now? And it's the, oh it has it been. It has been over a year. It was right before I had mine. Yeah, it was. So it has been. Damn. And I, I've been deprived. You have. <laughs> you have. I'm I've being been deprived, deprived right now. So I feel, I feel your pain. <sighs> Girl. But, uh, <laughs> I feel your pain. That man. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if it was the anticipation of us and the built up of the sexual tension. Not only we were attracted to each other, but I was attracted to his mental. Very much so. And his mental state was... A beautiful thing for me, and it was, I think that's clearly been the only guy who I can genuinely say, if I still need it, will support and do what he can also to help out the mm-hmm. best way he can. And it's not, it wasn't, it was more than a sexual attraction for us. Like, that was three, four months of building up. I ain't touched this man, kissed this man, nothing until that night. We would go out on dates, see him every day. Mm-hmm. I seen that man work out, y'all. <laughs> y'all, Erica, I was sneaky because he didn't. He doesn't have social media. Mm-hmm. He's older, doesn't have social media. But I would send sneak videos of him. It's like Erica, Erica, she would. I, I would sneak videos of how gorgeous this man was, and he was gorgeous inside and out. And of course, he ain't from the city. You know what I'm saying? I don't never mess with a lot of niggas from the city. Never. I always get niggas that are not from. Our city. Can't relate. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I always seem to get ones that are not from here, which is fine with me. But that man, like, I feel it. And it was, it, I'm telling y'all, it was literally after I broke his house in. It was after. Now she broke into his house. No, I didn't break into his house. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Nah, the dick ain't that crazy for me to break into no nigga house. No, let's 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 get that clarified. Sharday Red did not break into that nan nigga house. house. I don't he do that. A house. He bought a house. They broke it in with six. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. Clear. It was not intentional. Let me say this too. I did not go over there to that because at this time, you know, it's three or four months in of us dating and talking and going out on dates. Mm-hmm. I didn't intend to go over there for sex. Mm-hmm. And shit just happened. It happened to me. It, it, it literally just happened. We just went, happened. <laughs> we went over there, and like I said, I think that was the first time, like outside of like a restaurant stuff, that we kind of like I guess been together. But at the same time, showed me around the house, and I had just bought him some stuff for his house. I literally just bought him like a housewarming gift, and um, so he just, like I said, told me around the house. We broke some of the stuff that I got him in, like the I bought him alcohol, I bought his favorite beer. Cigar, so we was literally just literally talking in deep talk, playing music, 
just same stuff we were already doing. Mm-hmm. And um, the alcohol gave me some liquid courage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if I kissed him first or it became just like a mutual thing. And he started up and trust me, I finished it. And I had no complaints. <laughs> no complaints whatsoever. Um, oh, child. <laughs> I tell y'all. And I was, I would take that at a baby. And I know. Baby, he was, he'll be 32 this year, no kids, several sources of income coming in. Yeah, that could, I don't know. I mean, I told the Lord to prepare me for him because, because Amen. 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 I, I'm serious. Like he'll be something that is definitely husband material and sex made even better. I don't. Yeah. It's yeah. That man. Um, let's just say I did. It was one time I didn't get enough in to break him fully in and explore him all the way. So, um, <clears throat> but we recently just talked about that, though, me and him. Oh, you did? <laughs> we did. Well, since, since she told the whole one, I guess I'm going to have to tell y'all again for the <laughs> thousandth time. <laughs> we going to get her a new nigga. <laughs> we going to get her a new nigga. I, I know y'all. Right now, not, so. not right now. But I'm, I'm not saying like that, but I know y'all probably just tired of Sneaky Link. But, you know, Sneaky Link just had so many good stories. Like, I fuck with him, too. Don't get me wrong. I fuck with Sneaky Listen, Link. Listen, I still fuck with Sneaky Link, y'all. Just know, like, listen, it's not a love connection by any means. Yeah, not for her. <laughs> no, it's not a love connection. But I fuck, I fuck with him. He he a real nigga. I fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? It may be some things I didn't like, you know, him being old and all. But he, he, a, he a cool ass dude. He a funny ass dude. Like, he's a real good dude in my opinion. Um, But since she talked about her one, um... So, much like, well, not exactly like Sade Red because myself <laughs> and my sneaky link had only been, but we been, no, no, it's not just it's being not bad. bad. Yeah, if it happened, it, it, it was, happened. It was, it was, it was different for me because I had never done this before. But we had literally <laughs> only been talking for a week and a half. <laughs> like, and again, that's not bad. It, you should. It's not bad. You should put but, a time limit on sometimes. I ain't no one night stand. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> shut up. But leading up to the day that we had sex, I had seen him like just about every day except for one. Like literally. Me, Charlie Red, my sister, we was chilling at the Applebee's one night when he got out of work. Was spot. Shout out to my I boy, like, dog. I was like, what you doing? He was like, nothing. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm down here with my with my homeboy. So I was like, you should come to the Applebee's. He was like, he was like which Applebee? <laughs> and I said, the one on the east side. He was like, who child this far? I was like, please. <laughs> so he ended up coming to the Applebee's, you know. Um... Late at night. Mind you, y'all, he had got out of work at like 11 o'clock that night. So he make it to the Applebee's. Applebee was closed by the time he made it. It was like after 12. Probably close to 1 o'clock when he came to But we were still in there. But we were still in there. Because like she said, we know the bartender. Shout out the court dog. Um, <laughs> so that day he came to the Applebee's. Now the next day we were supposed to have a date, but that was the day of the Super Bowl and some shit happened. So we had to reschedule for the day after that. So we went on like 
two dates in a row. One, the first date we went to, we went out to eat. Then the next day we went, went to go see Bad Boys for Life. We went to the movies to go mm-hmm. see Bad Boys for Life. Mm-hmm. And I remember this because I was sitting in the movie theater. <laughs> and I was... <laughs> And I have the text messages to this day <laughs> to prove it. I text Charlotte Red and my sister, and I said, y'all, <laughs> I said, how do I not get turned on around this man? <laughs> I said, because I'm sitting in this movie theater, and I am getting aroused. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, but okay, again, my Steve Link again. I've told y'all uh, numerous times. He's very, very affectionate. From the yes. very first time we hung out at the Applebee's, when I tell you we got to the Applebee's, I remember because he still had on his uniform, and we were sitting mm-hmm. at the bar. And he had sat down at a table. And he was like, "I can't sit at the bar because you know y'all got cameras and stuff." So I was going to sit with him at the table, but then I don't, I don't remember how we ended up sitting back at the bar. But some some way, somehow, they convinced us to sit back at the bar. That's why I said, yeah, he ended up coming back to the bar. Yeah, he ended up coming sitting next to me at the bar. So we sitting at the bar. I'm sitting in my seat. You know, I'm facing the bar. He's sitting next to me. He didn't turn his body to me. He like, why you all? Like, literally, we sitting like this close. Y'all can't see how close. But we were sitting pretty knees close. Knees knees, y'all. We were sitting close <laughs> when we first sat down at the bar. And then he, you know, turned his body to me. He's like, why are you so far away from me? And pulled my chair mm-hmm. closer to his. I'm like, nigga, I'm sitting right next to you. Like, he wanted what that more do you want? On him. You hear me? When I tell you, he was like, touching on me, all that type of stuff. Which, again, I'm not a very affectionate person. So, that was new for me. So, again, we were sitting in this movie. Again, he was very affectionate. <laughs> <laughs> like, all but it wasn't a, in the movie. But it wasn't in a, in a sexual it, it inappropriate. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was just he's a touchy type of feeling. Now. Yeah, he's a touchy feely type of person. So I was just like, I texted him. I was like, y'all, how do I like? I was like, what do I do? Like, I, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like this man, it's a girl enjoy. It. I was like, I ain't never. <laughs> I ain't never because it is no, not never. Like I said, it's because she is not a person who likes to be touched. Me, I like a affection. I, I do don't. Like after that. after talking to him, I do like a little a little more now. I think he yeah, just had to, he was the right person to bring it out of me. But I'm not I'm not the type of person to like initiate touch. Let me just say that right. it's not that I don't like to be. Well, I kind of don't like to be touched in certain situations <laughs> in certain instances. But I'm not. I'm not a touchy-feely kind of girl. Like, I will sit there and think for 10 minutes and be like, dang, should I put my leg on this nigga leg? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, th- that's the type of person that I am. Like, just be honest. But anyway, so we went to the movies. So I think the next day, I was not off from work, but my boss told me that I could come into work a little bit later because I had been, you know, working late. Because even the day that me and him went to the movies, I had went to this event prior to that. And then after we left the movies, I had to go home and write the story or whatever. And I was up till like, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Well, I was up to about 12 writing the story, but I was up till 1, 2 in the morning because I was on the phone with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were. <laughs> but so when we was on the phone, you know, I had told him, I was like, well, I don't have to. He was like, because he was like, you need to go to bed. He was like, you got to go to work in the morning. I said, well... I actually don't have to go in to work until a little bit later. So I don't really got to go to bed right now. (laughs) 
he was like, well, you should come over here in the morning. So I was like, okay. And so I had went over there the next morning. And I, I promise you, y'all, I had no intention of having sex with that man. Even though just, like, literally less than 24 hours ago, I had texted my sister and Charlotte Red, like, how do I not get turned on? But <laughs> I was just, you know, I just, at the time, I just, you know, enjoyed being around him. So when I get over there, I was really sleepy because, again, I didn't go to fucking sleep until 2-something, two maybe even 3 o'clock that morning, and then I had to wake up. And I woke up at, like, 7-ish or something like that. And then I was at his house by, like, 9 o'clock. Because I don't have to go into work till 9.30. So my boss had told me I didn't have to come into work till like, 12 that day or something like that. I was up at, at his house. So I get to his house, get to his room, get in the bed. You know, he cut on a little Netflix movie or whatever. That's how they get your ass. That's how, yeah, that's how they get your ass. <laughs> that's how they get your ass. And, right I, and again, I was genuinely like sleepy. So I was like, you know, laying on his chest and he was, you know, rubbing on my back and stuff. And I'm literally about to fall asleep. And then that's when shit, you know, started to take a turn and it shit hit the fan. Not hit the fan, but, you know, this one. Shit got real. Shit got real. <laughs> It got really real. Real quick. Real fast. I didn't, just for the I didn't initiate the sex. He did. <laughs> of course he did. He of did. course he did. He, she initiated when he put the Netflix and chill on. He did, but I was really trying to go to sleep. Like, no cap. Like, she I was. was. I was, I I was trying that. to go to sleep. She told me she was going. She's like, I'm trying to go to sleep. I was literally almost sleeping. All I know is I see this nigga sliding out. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And, well... Lo and behold, baby, he went downtown. He went to much. He went downtown. Okay, <laughs> so y'all need to know, and it just it was it was on and popping from there. Um, but yeah, so that's that's how I ended up with Sneaky Link, <laughs> and from there it was just like I remember after the fact, and I was leaving to go to work. I had called. I called Charlotte Red, and I was like, "Bro, no." I had text our group chat first. With her, my sister, and our other friend. And I said, Y'all, I said, Your friend's a whore. <laughs> and she, she, <laughs> and she, she had not. texted back. I was, she texted back. She was like, Who? And I had called because nobody else was texting back fast enough. <laughs> so I called her. I said, Girl, I said, I'm out. She said, What did you do? What happened? I said, I went to my city killing house and we had it. I said, It was. Shit, and it was good. I said, the shit was immaculate, bro. <laughs> Whatever the, the, the uh, future means, I was like, it was sensational. Okay, you hear me? Oh, yeah, so I never had a bad sexual experience with that man. Um, Unfortunately, we're not having sex at this moment in time because he sad has song. moved away. Sad song, guys, sad song. <laughs> My friend's in a has, drought. Yeah, I'm in a drought, y'all. Yeah, I am in too, I'm shit. In, I'm in a drought. I haven't had sex. It's been a long fucking time. A friend been deprived. It's been say that. four and a half, almost five months. It's the last time. But um, he is also in service to our country. So I guess we'll let his ass go. Yeah, we'll let his ass go. But if he was here, if, if he was here, just just yes, know please. it would it would be on and popping like no cap. But yeah, that's that's that's. Now, did I act crazy behind the dick? I wouldn't say I acted crazy. 
Because my definition of acting crazy is like keying up a nigga car and doing type of shit like that. Now, I wasn't doing that type of shit. Now, I, do. I didn't really do anything, honestly. I wasn't crazy, but it was like if, if the dick called me, I was coming. Didn't matter where I was. And the, I think that I think that's what like Ari was saying. Like that shit was calling your name. It, it was matter. like it was calling my name. It didn't. It, it didn't matter where I was, who I was with. It was like, all right, bitches. All right, I, like, all right, I love y'all, but I gotta, I gotta go. go. Like, yeah, hello to go. It was yeah. Especially like if it's good and it's just that connection. Now it was some opportunities where I was trying to go, but he was not. He wasn't going. So it. it I think Well, no, it was that time we was we was at Leash Dog House and I was gone off that moonshine. Oh yeah. I was gone. ready to go that night, but she he was at drill. Man. He, he was at drill. He, he wasn't there. He was at drill. So So I don't think I've ever been crazy behind the dick. I know I haven't. Not lied. No, I haven't. I've been let me say this. Don't fuck with my my feelings. Right. Don't that that's the thing, like don't fuck with my feelings. Because that's when it makes me like start questioning it's not because i'm crazy behind your dick but don't play with me but i don't think it's i don't think it's no dick that i've like sweated on the most or like i don't think so why are looking at me like that like what oh i thought you looked like you about to say something like bitch you lying because no. <laughs> i'm looking like i have I have been with friends that we do do drive-bys, though. Okay, I, I did I did do a drive-by. I've done a drive-by. On, on my sneaky sometimes. I, I did a drive-by. I did a drive-by. Just to, I'm not going to say a who, but I did but a drive-by. I, I, I would do a drive-by. A lot of the times I would do it before I would try to set up a dick appointment just to be. that nigga be everywhere, okay? I had to make sure his well, ass was he at wasn't home. There then. Well, that's true, because yours ran the streets, for sure. He ran the streets, okay? And I had to... And I didn't work that far from where he lives, so I'd be like, okay, let me see why I end up calling this nigga and being like, because at any given moment, he will be leaving out the house, like going somewhere else, going somewhere else. And see, the thing about mine, I think, I don't have access to mine as much either. Hell, yeah, obviously, I ain't had it but once, but (laughs) (laughs) the thing was, the way he worked, he always was traveling. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing for him. He was literally always traveling, so it was not consistent. Like, I would want it to be. But, um, who knows? Maybe I can make that shit happen again. But that's the thing, though. And at, at the same time, too, like, when we first did it, I had feelings for him, like, as, yo, I really want to get to know you as a person. It wasn't like, oh, I'm in love with you or some shit like that. It was like, yo, I really want to get to know you. And I don't think he he wasn't ready for that. I think he was like, yeah, just kind of not making it weird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had to, and that's why I had to draw back myself. Like, man, yeah, bitch, if you keep fucking me off, I love this man. Like, yeah. And I and I was like, yeah. I said, we like each other. But I like you more than you like me. So I said, I don't think it's something. I, I can't. He, he was the person that, like, some dick you can't use as a whole dick. He was good, but very good potential dick. So that's the thing. Like, I don't want to use him for just that. He was he was worth more to me than that. So that's why I had to kind of bring myself backwards and <clears throat> reevaluate that. But like I said, don't get me wrong, we're still cool. And like I said, we we talk and we've done some stuff, and he's very very approachable. So he's such a great person, but. I just nah. But I definitely been my homegirls, especially when I got my car. My my shit had a ten in it. Shit, <laughs> yeah. We did plenty of drive bys. <laughs> and then you know my sister drive by. 
I did. That's why I said I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> you weren't I'm, in the car. I was not in the car. I don't know what I was doing. But we're not going to speak on who it was. No, we're not speaking on who it was. But, but just, I, I've the, done a The person by. that she is talking about, she did do a drive-by on him, okay? Her and my sister, they was out. <laughs> and I don't I don't know where I was. You I might have been at work. I forgot where you were. I don't know if I was at work. Who the hell knows? I probably was with my sneaky link for all we know. I don't you know. Pro- I think you were. Actually, I think you were. What was Because me and her was leaving Applebee's. Y'all was? Yes. What day did y'all do this, though? Bitch, I don't know. I don't know what day we did it, but we did it. She's like, I it said, was at nighttime. Shit. It was though. very. It was at night. Right. A lot of times I saw my sneaky link. I saw my sneaky link during the day. A lot of times, especially once the pandemic. Oh yeah, you did. You did say. So I no, might not I don't know where you were. Who knows? I've know. been out of town. You've been out of town. Your line sisters. I could have been. You've been outside with your line sisters. I don't know. Anyway, all I know is they was talking about it. I think my sister had said somebody in our group chat, and I was like, "Don't y'all take y'all fucking asses over there." I showed it. Yeah. <laughs> or they read comments. She was like, well, you would go with me. I said, I would go with you, but you know, I'd be telling you this is a bad fucking idea. I just wanted to be see. like, this is a stupid, this is a dumbass idea. This is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is you going to do when you see something? But I didn't see nothing. No, you didn't see, I nothing, didn't see nothing. But I'm just saying. I was, like, this is, I was like, y'all, this is a bad fucking idea. Y'all need to get the hell out of this. Every time I did it, well, that was my first drive-by. But like, every, time, every time I did a drive-by as the drive for my other home girl, bro, we ain't never see shit. You never do. And it's you just like, damn. Do. Like, nigga, when I do try to check up on your ass, see what, you know, what's going on. Never, you never do. But it's like... so, And I think, and let me say this too. The way Ari was talking about that dick... That's dick you cry over, like while you fucking. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like that's that's a passionate dick. The way she was talking, I guarantee you she cried with that man while she was fucking that man. Oh. It's a difference between fucking, making love, and just sex. And that, so I don't I don't know. Me and, we might did a little bit of all three. Who knows? We weren't in love though. But mm, no, nah, I know you definitely did two out of three. Definitely did two out of three. Yeah. I've cried during sex, but it was like a makeup sex and I, I like hurt. Cried. Oh, babe, I did. I was on top. And I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know what it is. I, maybe I'm broken. I don't know. No, it's not broken. You haven't gotten. I don't know, but every time I have sex, it doesn't matter who I'm with. I, tears are come to my eyes. I, I don't know. Maybe really not because I'm like crying, but I guess it's you know a it little bit good. of pain. Oh, not like. A lot, a lot of pain, but you know, like sometimes it'll be just just a little bit of pain with pleasure. pain and pleasure. And I guess that's what makes you know my eyes a little watering. I just can't. I don't know what it is, but I just I can't stop my eyes from. So I don't want y'all to be thinking I be out here boo crying. I don't. That's not the case at all. And that's like you <laughs> said, it's just my eyes get a little watery and they start to <laughs> rain. <laughs> And then, but like, remember how uh, I want to say, you know, we've seen memes like that, like, don't say shit to me if your dick whack or something like that. Or yeah, something don't, like that. don't say nothing if, if you, I'm if not going to say What? Well, what I was going to say, say the one that you had sent me that time. <laughs> if your dick didn't, uh, 
didn't bring my period on or something. Don't talk to me. Yeah, don't talk to me. Don't, don't talk, talk to me any type of way. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like back to what I said, she was like she was willing to just let him talk to any type of way because the dick was out this world. I did. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I felt hard right because I I did let that. Well, not any type. Of, it, not to say that he was ever like malicious or mean or, or disrespectful, he, or disrespectful. But a tone in his voice will make you shut up and listen. Yeah, it would. <laughs> that's what, and that's and some and some dick will do that to you. Um, he he can shut me up. Like, he can. He would. He, he would. Somebody can shut you up. And like I said, and that's hard to do with this bitch. That's hard to do. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. He like can shut me up. Some some. You know what I'm saying some men, if they loving you in both ways, the right way, bro. It's certain things like you say, like, okay, yes, daddy. Like she said, yes, daddy. Okay, yes, sir. Which I'm sorry. Like it's it's some stuff that will make you not can somewhat be submissive to that person. And yeah, yeah, you can definitely be submissive to that person, and it's just it's a, it can be a beautiful thing, but at the same time, it's just like it's things behind it that you're willing to do. I ain't finna fight no, no bitch over no dick. Oh no. Oh, but no, you no, got no. some but at the same time, bro, you got some bitches that's willing to fight over that dick. Nah, I I, I wouldn't fight over the dick. Now if you get disrespectful with me. That's different. Dick, that's different. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's different between just fighting a lot of bitch because you had no nah, be all right, you want you have a bitch, but you can have disrespecting him. me, that's but where I draw the line. Come out your mouth and say something about me. Because of the because of that nigga because of that nigga then that's what we gonna have a problem yeah and it's and yeah I don't disrespect it's plenty it's plenty of girls I found out niggas I was talking to was talking to I didn't I didn't never I never came to them girls wrong I never called them out their name I mean okay I might have said bitch when I was talking to my friend like this is the bitch you talking to but <laughs> I don't well, we say bitch is a regular term yeah now. we say bitch is a regular <laughs> term so but I I would try like to not do that and not be like well let me not talk about this girl because i don't know this girl this girl don't know me i don't know what the relationship between them is and you don't know what he's told her yeah and i don't know what he's told her so i don't you know i try not to be disrespectful to them even in even when they don't know who i am i try not to be disrespectful to the other girl um sometimes girls will like come at you like talking to my man or something i'm like am i talking to your man or is your man talking to me okay let's just get and you gotta get that clarification let's just get one thing straight okay all right but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't fight over no dick if, you, if somebody called me right now about my sticky link like bitch meet me here or like you know like meet me here we finna fight over this nigga i'm be like have his ass. <laughs> it ain't that serious. It's not that and deep. I say, and I say this another thing. It don't is not me. that deep. The only way I'm gonna fight that girl is if she called me on my name or she start talking shit about me. That's that's it. It's because you disrespected me. You it, disrespect ain't shit, me. it ain't got I shit don't to do with the dick. Fuck about him. <laughs> Once you disrespect me, it's over. Yeah. So now, now you bitch, you ready to swell up? Now we finna call our bitches and we finna. Now I'm finna call my bitches. Now we finna fight. So that's what it. But at the same time, let me not say this. It's not saying. Some women will lose their respect over the dick for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, ladies, please respect yourself. Like I said, yes. don't get me wrong. Please respect yourself. Because remember, we are the prize mm-hmm. at the end of the day. They might be laying that pipe down right, child. Mm. <laughs> they might be eating that twat, that cool cats, <laughs> whatever, their pocketbook, whatever you want to say, as old folks say. Not pocketbook. The pocketbook. Oh, Baby, I'm telling you. But at the same time, don't subject yourself just to that. And that's what I'm saying 
when it comes to hotels. It's okay to own your sexuality. It's okay to be confident as your sexuality as a woman. It's okay to break that pressure of staying pure as a woman. Like I said, all this brings down to what we've said and stuff. Don't shame women. Be okay with your body count. I think that doesn't matter. But um, some men can't handle women owning their sexuality, and we'll get to that in part two. But, baby, if the dick good, it's okay. But let me tell you something, too. Let me just go back to this real quick. Bruh, the dick is not good. Tell that man. Don't have this man thinking his shit is just amazing. Tell that man the truth. And if you're willing to teach him, teach him. Women like men too. Well, sometimes <laughs> it, it it take it takes practice. When you get a new it body, does. bro, you it have does. to learn that person. You do. And it can be a deep connection. And like I said, that's what I'm saying with Ari. We feel that because we've had that connection with somebody. And sometimes it's not it's just not physical. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> when you say you like, oh, it's a week and a half. Sometimes oh, your connection can get there. For example, I guarantee. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna scratch that out. I guarantee you that my person, Professor, initially, I know by the second date, sexually tension was there. I knew for a fact, but we didn't do anything. It took us three to four months. Well, four months. I knew. Shit, hell, damn, Applebee's. Oh, really? Did you wanted him that way? Well, not necessarily that I wanted him that way, but I could feel, like, the sexual tension. Because I remember we was, like, sitting, you know, mm-hmm. facing each other, and I had, like, like my knee was in between his leg, and I had on these, like, long-ass boots, and they kept sliding. So I was trying to, like, pull the boot back up. Like what you what you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to pull the boot back up on my knee. He talking about son. Hey, watch them hands, girl. I said, nigga, shut the fuck up. Ain't nobody trying to touch on your dick. I'm trying to pull my boot back up. Okay, get it together, sir. Get it together, okay. But <laughs> the sexual tension was there because literally when he was leaving, I walked him to the car. Charlie Red noticed because her and my nosy ass sister was. Apparently looking out the window. And cheering that bitch on. Y'all was so happy. You don't understand. The reason we say the reason I was cheering her on, because I see my friend in the past and crying at the table behind a nigga. But, cr- yes. but crying behind a dick. An old, whack-ass dick. It wasn't about the dick. It no, I'm just saying. So no, I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying it'd be funny. I'm just saying it'd be funny. I'm just, oh. <laughs> but I know it wasn't just about dick, what I'm saying. But I see you cry for that. So to see you move on to get something like refreshing and kind of new, that was so yeah. exciting. So that... Yeah, we was nosy, and and, and, yeah, that, and that so was, we, we had like literally again, y'all had been talking. Everybody to had been booed. I had been talking to the like, nigga a couple of days. We had our first kid that he left out beating him. Like literally, we, we got done. He was like, "Yo, sticking out the window." I said, "I'm gonna kick their ass." And I get back in the And what else? She kicked ass. Embarrassing. Wasn't <laughs> embarrassing. It was just really nice. But that bitch would did me the same way. Same stuff now. Don't say you wouldn't. Say you wouldn't, Eric. I probably would. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So it's just saying, but like I said, um, yeah, I ain't, I ain't going crazy having no dick. Now look, if it's my dick, like if I'm in a relationship with that nigga, that's my dick. I don't, I don't like to share my dick. Oh no, no, no. But if he go out of no. step, I'm coming for his ass. I ain't come for the bitch. I'm coming for his ass. Yeah. But then that's the, again, like we said, that bitch get disrespect for me. Then I'm coming for your, both of y'all ass. Like right, that's where disrespect come in from. But. Um, Erica, do you got anything else to say? 
Can we wrap it up? Um, if you haven't listened to Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels, listen to it. it might yes. change your life. I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> it may or may not change your life. But it's, it's I think it's, it's songs on here that men and women can Correct. relate to. Obviously, women, because, you know, it's, it's talking about being a, a dick kid, okay? Haha, <laughs> 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 uh, dick. <laughs> if you catch my drift, catch the drift. For me, bro. <laughs> Dang, I need, I need something for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, and then obviously it talks about women, um, you know, owning their sexuality and all that kind of stuff. But I just, I think it's something that men can listen to. Too, and that men can relate to because men may not tell you this, but they'll they'll they will they will they'll act crazy behind some some pussy. good some good pussy. Okay, niggas will act act just like women will act crazy over the dick. Men will act crazy over some good pussy. Okay, yes they will. And like she All said, right. um, this isn't it. This is just part one. This is our version of it for for so far. But we. I'm sorry, this is our version of it so far. I said it, I don't know what I just did. But the thing is, you got more coming. Um, like you said, just women, it's okay to own your sexuality. Like I said, again, be, be confident in it. And it's, and it's nothing wrong with that. Don't be ashamed. No matter what society says, you know, whatever your, everybody definition of a hoe is different. Mm-hmm. So remember that. Again, like my boy B said, if your pussy... If you don't feel like your pussy a hoe, then you ain't a hoe. Point blank, period. It's not-